Hey, Bettys. Welcome to the Better Podcast. It's your host, Dr. Stephanie. It is geeky magic time where I step away from the interviews and just talk to you. It's just going to be me and you today. And these episodes, I'm going to bring you personal insights, frequently asked questions, topic du jour in a more condensed, quick, and actionable way. I go hard on the geek, wrap it up with sprinkles and magic for you to do and be better. All right. So we are in chapter four of the Betty Body. And in case you haven't been listening to the last couple of Geeky Magics, over the next several weeks, I am going to be giving you a behind the scenes look, a director's cut, if you will, of my upcoming book, The Betty Body. And it's going to be part story time, part director's cut. I'm going to be giving you my thoughts and my feelings and reading you some excerpts from the book. So this is really not going to be available anywhere else. This isn't in the book. I mean, I'm reading you some, some of the words from the book, but my thinking behind it and you know, what went into it, what went into the birth, the geek and the magic of the Betty body. And in this chapter, this is chapter four and I've titled it warning due to hormones, I could burst into tears or kill you in the next five minutes. This chapter is a technically heavy one. And it is the entire chapter is dedicated to exposing the abundance of hormonal presentations and derangements that can happen in a woman. So we talk about estrogens, particularly when they are too high, uh, what's also known as estrogen dominance in the luteal phase testosterones. We talk about when testosterones are too high and too low and progesterone. And I actually specifically have left out when estrogen is too low. And that is the next chapter. And the reason for that is every woman experiences low estrogen. So I wanted to dedicate an entire chapter to that. So we'll get into that next week. And throughout the chapter, I outline uh, symptoms, overlapping symptoms. So for example, certain testosterone presentations can actually be confused with thyroid issues and how to distinguish between those two, because both are common issues that women deal with. And clinically, they actually present almost identically. So we need to have a good understanding of labs, what labs to ask for, what functional lab ranges are considered optimal, and what results mean in each scenario and strategies, of course, to correct each presentation. And I wanted to really include a myriad of presentations because most women will go through many of these starting from about your mid thirties, um, into perimenopause and through to menopause. And it can be really confusing and disappointingly, most allopathic doctors, uh, if they're not functional medicine, uh, trained are not going to order some of these tests. So it's really important here for a woman to, go to your allopathic doctor, or if you're working with a, you know, functional chiropractor, naturopath, et cetera, to go to them with your requests and to be able to have some ability to parse through what it means. So there's a lot of information in this chapter. And again, truthfully, you know, if you've been a longtime listener of the podcast, you will know that one of my big through lines is empowering women. And part of that is through informed consent, right? We are often, we often go blind into, you know, a doctor's office with a certain, you know, symptom or presentation. And it is usually we are given some sort of medication to silence it rather than actually digging deeper to figure out um, what it is. And I wanted to 
start off this chapter by acknowledging that this work is hard. Okay. So this is, you know, this work is difficult. It takes time for changes to really happen. And I wanted to give you permission to do that, right? Like I've said before, your body is not Amazon Prime, right? It's not arriving tomorrow by 9 p.m. As much as we all would love for that to happen, there needs to be a certain expectation, like to set the expectation to have patience, to have grace and love for yourself. This is paramount. And what wherever your journey takes you, this is going to be an important part of you understanding yourself. And this is particularly for my type A's. This this chapter was written for my boardroom Bettys, I like to call them, because we have such high expectations of ourselves, right? And we do not give ourselves the runway in which to heal. And we ex- like the expectation is often that things are just going to happen when you snap your fingers. And I just want to remind you that you are a beginner, potentially a beginner, right? And it's to allow yourself to be a beginner, to not have any pressure or expectation that you're going to get it all on the first try. And maybe you need to read the chapter once or twice, you know, maybe thrice, three times through. I mean, you would never, hopefully you would never yell at a newborn baby, right? That for not knowing how to crawl or not knowing how to speak, right? Like that newborn is a newbie, right? It's a newbie at life. And so are you. And I think when you just, you know, cut those emotional cords, when you allow yourself to just, okay, like I'm new at this, it's going to be hard, you know, and expect that it's going to be hard. It just feels easier, right? And if you just kind of feel how that feels in your body, hopefully you feel a little relief. Okay. So without further ado, here is an excerpt from chapter four. It is important before we dive in to manage our expectations and acknowledge that hormones take time to sort themselves out. Natural, long-lasting healing takes time. Such is the paradox of life. Anything worth having takes time, commitment, and a surrender to the monotony of routine. This is no different. In our world of instant gratification, I say, take your sweet damn time, Betty. Give yourself the runway, the space, and the permission to get things right. Imagine that you are turning around a cruise liner, right? On your way to a different shore. You wouldn't expect to be able to overcome the inertia and the direction instantly, right? Hopefully not. So I would also invite you to surrender to the idea that if your cycle is currently a gong show, it is going to take some time for it to get better. And you are worth the time it takes to get better. You are worth the investment of time. And I will also lovingly point out that hateful words, negative thoughts about your body being broken and a lack of faith in your ability to heal are distress signals and that will hinder your progress. You are not broken, Betty. Maybe a squeak bent, but definitely not broken. You do not need to punish your body to get what you want. Give yourself all the time and space you need. Assume there will be setbacks. Assume you will fail. It is in the failing that we learn who we are and we learn to course correct. Your body is not a machine. Healing is not linear and you need some time to sort it out, girl. 
After you have identified where you are, start practicing some sacred rituals and rhythms for reducing your stress response. We will discuss these at length and in detail in chapter six and seven. These are important to nail down as they will help set the physical and emotional boundaries around your health through developing and following proper morning and evening routines. And from there, we go into what high estrogen looks like, some of the symptoms, some of the presentations, um, functional lab tests, all the things that I, that I talked about in the beginning, onto testosterones, onto progesterone, and solutions for them. And I thought it was important to put this uh, preamble into the book because it is so often, and I've worked with clients, you know, for years around this, where we have, you know, my type A Betty's are like, okay, I'm ready to change. Like I want to lose the weight or I want to fall in love with myself again, or I want, and like, we just were like, tell me the how, and I'll just like punch it out and get it done. But what always happens is we always fail. There's always a stumbling. There's always a lesson in that journey to becoming whole in that, whatever that looks like for you, whether that's weight loss or feeling good in your skin or having more energy or reducing brain fog. We always, we can't be perfect all the time. And actually perfect is just this construct that is garbage. And I would love for it to be removed from the English vocabulary because I think that it sets up unrealistic expectations for us. And I just want you to shun that idea that you're going to be perfect, that you will be imperfectly perfect. Actually, that's even a better way to look at it. You are going to be perfectly imperfect. And it is in that failing. It is in the stumbling, just like a toddler learning to walk when she falls down and bumps her bottom and she starts crying and she wants mommy to hug her. You know, it's time for you to be that comfort for yourself. You can mother yourself and say, listen, I know this is hard, girl. And we've been working on this for a long time, but I got you. I believe in you. And I know it can be done. So I hope that you, you know, enjoyed this director's cut of chapter four. Next week, we are talking about chapter five and perimenopause. So I'll see you then. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For those of you who want to continue on this week's Geeky Magic Carpet Ride with me, visit bettershow.co forward slash show notes. You'll find research, links, summary notes, musings that I prepared in preparation for the podcast. And I often throw in some of my best practices, bonuses, and links. All the juicy bits are in there for you. And now for the obligatory legal and medical disclaimer. This podcast is for general information only, and the advice recommendations we discuss do not replace medicine, chiropractic, or any other primary healthcare provider's advice, treatment, or care. In the consumption of this podcast, there is no doctor-patient relationship formed, and the use and implementation of the information discussed are at the sole discretion of the listener. The information and opinions shared on this podcast are not intended to be a substitute for primary care, diagnosis, or treatment. 